Hi, everybody. This is Michael Abernathy at the Times News. I'm here with reporter Kate Croxton. Hello. Kate has just turned in and we've just published a story about it's a really tragic story uh, about a deputy who shot and killed a dog while responding to an emergency call. Tell us a little bit more about this. When did this happen? And- so we got a Facebook message about it. I think it was last week. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it happened right before the storm hit. Um, so it wasn't until, I think, Monday or Tuesday that I finally started to um, dive into it. Um, pretty much what had happened was that, um, I think it was Tuesday, December 4th, I want to say. It early. Was, yeah, it was December 4th. For yeah, sure. early in the morning, like 1215. Um, this family, the Irby family, put in a call for a medical emergency. Um, the mom was having some kind of problems. I think she, uh, I, I was told she'd recently had surgery. Um, and like the Alamance County Sheriff's Office, EMS, and the fire department all showed up at the house all at the same time. And one of the deputies, um, Caleb Kirby, approached the house, I guess, just to see where you know everything was and when he got there um the family's dog grace who was a big black german shepherd came at the door um and there's a surveillance video of the whole incident you can see that he immediately pulls his gun when he sees her um unfortunately there's no sound but you can see his mouth moving he's saying you know get the dog grab the dog and he's talking to uh one of the homeowners Um, And unfortunately, Grace goes outside. You can see she's barking as well. Um, Her tail's wagging. It doesn't look aggressive, but she does move towards the deputy. And right around this time, a second dog, um, a littler dog named Zibby, comes running out. And both go kind of running right towards the deputy. Um, And this all happens off screen at this point. But that's when the deputy fired at least eight rounds and killed Grace. You can watch this video on our site. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a link to that Facebook video. What is saddest to me is that you can see a gentleman um, sort of moving in and out of the house, right? Mm-hmm. Just trying to figure out what's going on. It looks to me like he goes out to get the dogs. The little dog right. zips around, runs around, and it's almost like the bigger dog is f- sort of following that little dog's lead. Yes. But just kind of the heart stirring tugging. Uh, pull of this beyond losing a family pet is how close Zach and uh, Zach Irby was with this dog. And it was, it doesn't sound like it was a a registered emotional support, a registered support dog or service dog, but certainly there was a bond there. And, um, so in 2013, um, Zach had, it might've been a couple months before 2013. Cause he, he got into a car wreck in January, 2013 and it caused, um, pretty bad brain damage. Um, like he's immobile. Um, but he bought grace right before the accident. So the, uh, the family told me that grace was kind of like the one thing that they could hold and, you know, actually see and touch that reminded them of Zach before the accident. Mm-hmm. Um, so when Zach got into his accident, Grace was there by his side through all of it, all of the um, medical operations, going to the doctor's office. Um, she was there right by him the whole time. So she wasn't a, a certified service dog, but she was his companion through yeah. all of this. Yeah, definitely. And and uh, a support for the family, it sounds like. Oh, yeah. Um, so moving forward, what you kind of get into, not what you kind of get into, but what you get into <laughs> in, the, in the story is sort of the uh, – I guess the sheriff's department institutional view and how they deal with this protocol, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you talk a little bit about that? There's a lot that we 
don't know, um, which I don't know if we want to keep this in here or not. It's concerning to me, um, the fact that you have an officer shoot his gun off eight times at a dog and they don't know how many bullets hit the dog. And um, I just I, I'm kind of struggling with that. And, and then also they've said that they're not going to have an investigation. Um, I don't know what the standard protocol is. Um I don't know if you're supposed to have an investigation every time an officer shoots a weapon. I know that they have to have an investigation every time a human being is killed. Mm. Um, so I, I, I know it's an animal, but to me, if something's dead because you shot it, maybe someone should look into it. Um, but no matter what, the fact that he fired eight times and they don't know how many bullets hit the dog versus hit the ground or hit the house. I mean, he was firing at the dog and is standing in front of the house with people in it. Like mm. that is a major concern. And the, the gentleman was in the doorway. Uh, so yeah, certainly people are commenting online. Uh, and that's part of the reason we're doing this audio is just to elaborate on what we, we had space to print. Mm-hmm. Um, but people were commenting, saying the same things we did. There's, there are people there. This is a safety issue. So there's definitely concerns about that. Mm-hmm. Um, Beyond there being no formal investigation into this, what did Byron Tucker, who's the spokesperson right now for the Sheriff's Department, tell you about the incident? Um, I mean, not much. Um, you know, he he read the report that the officer or excuse me, the deputy um, Kirby wrote up. And basically all it says, you know, he approached the house. He saw the dog. Um, what concerned me was this um, idea of maybe he fired some warning shots because in his report, he says, I fired two initial rounds. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't clarify if they're warning shots or if they were kill the dog and you know the sheriff's office they are trained um to not fire warning shots if you pull your gun you're you're supposed to neutralize the threat it, i think it, that's how uh, byron had it worded but he says that when he shoots off the two initial rounds that's when the dog gets angry lunges at him tries to bite him and then that is when he starts firing off the other rounds to actually try and kill it and the whole time you know he's running backwards he's trying to fire his gun um so it just it, it sounds like it was very panicked and chaos and mm-hmm. um that's i think where a lot of the safety concerns come in don't know if that really answers your your question or yeah not. no i mean I, th- I that's that's what i was going for i was trying to get at what officially uh the version of events and it and it does seem a little confused yeah um and i mean just as an outsider as, a, as an observer i can understand it it was chaotic yeah right it is um if he's feeling threatened for his safety, so he, so yeah, that's that's going to be a chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm not well, an officer, and, and, I don't and not just be, but. his safety, but the safety of all the paramedics and the mm-hmm. firefighters around. Him. I mean, if if he thinks this dog is going to just start biting everyone, he's he has to think about that as well. Sure, sure. If he thinks it's uh, truly aggressive towards people. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things in your story that I thought was interesting was the dispatch. The dispatch rules and talking people through how to get ready for, right. for EMS and everybody to arrive. I'd never thought about it. Yeah. So typically after you like, so let's say I was to call in and say, you know, oh, I have a medical emergency. Um, I don't know. I'm thrown up everywhere. Um, they might say like, you know, OK, we'll gather all of the medications you're taking so that you have them right there when you go to the hospital. If if it's dark outside, put on a front light so the mm-hmm. officers know where they can get into the building. And then obviously, more importantly, if you have any animals, especially aggressive ones, lock them up. Um, Because there's going to be people coming in and out of your house for at least, you know, 10 or 15 minutes. Um, So just just little kind of quick tidbits to try and make the environment as, I guess, 
clean and clear. And mm-hmm. <laughs> were, was there indication that any of those instructions were given in this circumstance? Um, I did not point blank ask that, but Byron told me that dispatchers are instructed to say that for every medical emergency okay. call. So I I would assume so. Yes. Right. Um, um, and see, the thing is, in the video. Um, I mean, apparently the the deputies and the fire department and the EMS, they, they got to the house very quickly. Um, it, w- it was like a matter of minutes. And in the video, you can see the owner try to grab Grace by the collar and mm-hmm. take her, I- I'm assuming, to the backyard. He starts going towards the door and she breaks free of his hold. So it looks like he just hadn't had a chance to grab her yet. I'm, I'm, um, I'm guessing he was maybe checking on... Uh, the woman who was sick yeah. or, or maybe even getting her medications yeah. together if that was the order, you know, turning on lights in the right. house. So he might have been just trying to do these other pre, um, I guess, EMS arrival instructions and he just hadn't gotten to it's, the dog. It's an emergency. Yeah. You called 911 for a reason. Yeah. Let's circle back too because this is the second time in three months. Yes. That a deputy has shot a dog. Yes. Um, that was certainly a different circumstance. Oh, yeah. That Very was, different circumstance. That was a dog that actually bit the deputy. Mm-hmm. Um, he did not fire his weapon beforehand. He waited until, I guess, the dog had actually bit him, and then he shot it. And even then, it was only one round. Um, he shot it, I think, right in the abdomen, um, and that was it. There certainly was no, you know, several yeah. shots fired. Um and the dog had not even, I, I think, um, touched Deputy Kirby when yeah. when he fired. Yeah. So a lot of people are commenting about that and just uh, pointing that out uh, and asking if there if there needs to be more or different uh, or better training around police mm-hmm. and and uh, and animals, mm-hmm. Dom- specifically domesticated pets. Right. Um, I mean, I, I don't think it would hurt to maybe have a training class on reading dog or even cat body language, um, you know, trying to discern the difference between an aggressive dog or just a very curious or maybe even just a very playful dog. Right. Um, I mean, we were talking yesterday. I, I noticed or I said that, you know, the dog's tail is wagging and Rich said that that's our editor. Um, you know, that doesn't always mean the dog's happy, but that's usually a pretty yeah. good sign that it's just a happy dog. Yeah. Um, Although I will say my... Uh, terror of a chihuahua <laughs> loves to wag and bark yeah. uh, aggressively. Right, right. So uh, maybe just some tidbits to, to help distinguish between, you know, what's a dog that's trying to really come at me and hurt me and bite me versus a dog that's maybe just trying to figure out, hey, who's this guy in my front yard? What's going on? Yeah. And also, you know, I always want to put this out here. Yeah, I think right. there's there's a lot of perception, uh, and I think it's a misperception of the public that the media and the news um, are are against police. No, no, Definitely not. not. No. Um, my most respect and sympathy uh, to to this officer because he's having to. You know, he didn't want to have to shoot that dog. No. He felt like he had to. And I know that they already have a ton of training. It's a hard Mm. job. They've got training, you know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a program of training that you have to have before you're an officer. Um, So I also understand the the bureaucratic weight of all that training and retraining and updating. I guess if they're adding to training, because there's new training all the time, they could... uh, Somebody online did point out this might have been different if a canine officer handled it. Someone who's used to German shepherds and understands what an aggressive bark yeah. is, or yeah, yeah, 
And so I wonder even if it could just be a simple thing of, um, and, and I don't know what would have prevented this too. Mm-hmm. Like maybe, maybe nothing. Right. Right. Maybe any officer, cause we can't see what's going on off camera mm-hmm. and we've, and, and I feel for this family mm-hmm. most certainly, but, uh, but we don't actually know what it looked like right off, off camera. Right. So maybe nothing would have changed this, but I wonder too, if there could be, um, more extensive training from canine officers. Maybe. Um, I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, let's speculate wildly. <laughs> um, I think I, I saw it in the comments a couple of times, and I've already had someone come over and talk to me about it this morning. The landfill. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. Sorry. No, no. I'm glad you brought it up because yeah, I think you're laughing because we all uh, right. said what yeah yesterday Um, when we heard that so the reason i i called burlington animal services so um the sheriff's office had explained to me that they were the ones who took the body of uh grace to burlington animal services Mm -hmm. for the body to be disposed of um i worked at a vet for three years in georgia um and every time we had a dog a cat whatever die it doesn't matter if it was a stray or you know a client's animal we always cremated it um, we didn't bury it or take it to landfills. Like we always cremated mm-hmm. it and they're, it, they're expensive. They're about a hundred dollars. So if we had a stray dog that came in and it died on our watch, we were at a hundred dollars, but that's just how we did things. So I called Jessica just to, um, Jessica Arias. She's the uh, director of Burlington Animal Services. I called her just to see, you know, what they were going to do with the dog. And she told me that their protocol is that they kind of put the animal in a freezer and then they take it to a landfill, our local landfill. And then they, put it there and i i was just kind of shocked by it um it's not technically i mean it's not breaking any health hazards um because it's a landfill but uh don't know if i should be saying this it just felt a little cold sure i think people are seeing that and and not realizing that that that's the protocol yeah and that it's kosher i mean that's okay yeah to do um uh, and so we were going to kind of dig into that too about Mm -hmm. um why i guess why is this the protocol certainly it's a it's a savings for the taxpayer yeah yeah so we may dig into that mm-hmm. in a future story um but i but i kind of thought back um and i can't remember if it was you or jessica who had done the last couple animal shelter updates where they they aren't because they aren't euthanizing mm-hmm. like they had to before you hear about an animal shelter disposing of dead animals in the landfill and i and i just picture this mass that's right. that's horrible it's, but a, like a mass grave situation but it's not that mm-hmm. it's um it's probably one animal at a time hopefully um i mean that's something that i would want to look into if we were to do an article on this is what is their um i guess limit when it comes to disposing of animals do they wait till like the end of the week or the end of the month or do they do it one by one mm. um so that's definitely something i, I could look into if, yeah. if we were to move forward with that article i mean the i guess the one silver lining in this in the story is that the family is going to get a new dog for zach um mm. The sister, uh, Megan, she was telling me that there is a breeder in High Point um, that actually has family members of Grace, and they're about to have a litter in the mm-hmm. next few months, so they're actually going to get almost like a relative, or not, not almost, they are going to get a relative of Grace's yeah. um, for Zach, and they're going to try to get a boy and then name him Gray. Okay, so, okay. 
So a, a bit of a good. little happy ending there. Yeah. Sympathies for the for the Irby family mm-hmm. and all this. Definitely, it's a really sad situation, but um, it is good to hear that they're they're gonna have a new dog, right? A new friend around. So we'll we'll keep everybody posted if there are developments in this story, or and and certainly if we do anything about the uh, animal disposal mm-hmm. policy at the landfill. So thank you, Kate. Thank you, and uh, thanks everybody for listening.